start this Thursday. Sitting here staring at the old Gazi Bear over there in the producer booth, getting things going. He starts pointing to me like, hey, yo. And I'm like, yeah, you got to turn my mic on. I was rocking out here <laughs> on were. Excess Day. I was all excited. I had to do music. You were ready jamming. to go. And then I didn't turn your mic on. And like in true, you know, the Wizard of Gaz, the most powerful phone entity in the universe, he will hang up on you in a, in a second's notice. He removed my access to the show on Access Day. I, I think it's funny. Uh, it is iHeartRadio Access Day, and I, I know you're you're probably like, I'm not 100% sure what that is. Well, it is the day that we hear as a iHeartRadio station, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980, give you access like you've never had before. And as I look at the list of things that you could gain access to, I've actually already had access to one of these items. Is that true? I have been there for a live broadcast of The Herd with Colin Cowherd. That is right. I was not with you when that happened. That's why I had fun. This is back in his four-letter days, not his Fox Sports days. It's hurtful. It's a better studio now, but I will tell you, that's fun. He he knows you're there, and he pays attention, and it's funny. Like They used to do, uh, so he was on the U so when he would do like the calls, like, hey, we're here and here and we're on the blah, 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 you, everybody had to put their arms up in a you. Well, I'm just doing a tour. You know, a friend brought me in there so I could see it because he knew I was a Cowherd fan. I'm just standing in the back quiet. Like, I'm not going to move. I don't want to be noticed. He literally stopped the show. That guy didn't give me a you. <laughs> and I was like, I'm looking behind me, but it's the wall. And everybody's looking at me, shaking their head. He's like, we're going to do it again. Everybody, and I mean you, give me the you. So we did, and then we all put it up. So it's like, yeah, it's a fun time. It's a, it's one of my one of my favorite memories. All right, nice, very good. The from that of- stuff, not you know like life and stuff, but you know from that stuff. Uh, you spend the day with Dan Patrick and the Danettes in the man cave. This is all part of the Access Day right here for the iHeart Radio Access Day. Uh, these deals are only available today at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Go there's a, there's there's so many so many potential deals. Check them all out. Um, over seven hundred. Over seven hundred. I seven hundred one. I noticed that not on here is a, a live live show with Levac and Goss. I noticed that's not. I noticed that's not an available thing. That was pitched. Did anybody care? Everyone's like, really? Can we, like, no one's gonna. How? Wait, all right, guys. What's worse? The fact that at one point you pitched, somebody can sit in on Levac and Goss, and they said, no, we're not going to do that. Or if they had done it and no one tried to get access to it, which would be worse? I think it's the nobody would want it. You know what? I the second part, people have wanted to do it, so I I feel confident enough that there would have been people who would. But you know, it would have been Corey from Greenwich. It's just Corey sitting there going, "Guys, hi." Okay, Corey, what do you want to say? My hope is hi. that my hope is that an aspiring broadcaster, a young student, maybe That's in high school or want? college, would have wanted to say, "How does this?" Whole field work. So I'm I hoping a hot chick would do it, and then just you know be in the studio the whole time. Be... We have a couch in this control room Ooh. over here. So no, no, why did hey you not like that? Not like that. Now this is access day that I can get behind. The first part I was discouraged by because I did pitch Levac and Gaz, and then there was no response to the email. It was like, Ugh, is that if, the best we have? If not you remember, still. they didn't think we were going to be any good when they agreed to put us on. <laughs> Like the, the powers that be here are you no know, like the Salesforce knows us, loves us from our, our previous incarnation on terrestrial radio. But uh the management had no idea who the who the bleep we were. So now they've been pleasantly surprised. <laughs> he 
they're finding out. Yes. Uh, so it is Access Day again. If you want to check out all the great deals, iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Um, one thing I wish I didn't have access to was our plays of the day yesterday. Oh, God. We're we're opening with those? I'm, I'm devastated by how bad our plays of the day were yesterday. Oh. You're devastated. Ah. So I at least I only got one wrong. You got like six wrong. I was so. We didn't get a single one right. I was so confident yesterday. I told you before we closed out yesterday's show, I said, I don't know if there's any day that we've hosted in this month, May 31st, now it's June 1st, I never felt better about four plays or any day of plays than that. It was a tons and tons of runs in baseball. First one hit. First one felt good. Mets and Phillies low-scoring game. I was feeling good. I know we got some afternoon action. I know the Mets and Phillies have been a good rivalry. All good stuff, right? Wait a minute. You hit one? I didn't see you hit any. The Mets and Phillies was the only one I hit. I didn't even see that. I thought you didn't hit anything. Because after that was the Red Sox, which you heard right here on 95.9 and 980. The Red Sox can't cash in in the seventh, can't cash in in the eighth. Devers smashes one deep in the ninth. They lose the game. They had every opportunity to beat that Cincinnati Red team. They didn't get it done. As for the Yankees and Mariners, uh, look, Diamondbacks and <laughs> Diamondbacks Terrible and Rockies, game. we'll just skip over that. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just neglect that even happened. <laughs> that, that line didn't make sense, and I should have sniffed it out. But Mariners and Yankees, this was supposed to be an offensive showcase. We led the show yesterday yeah. talking about how it's all about offense now in New York. I uh, didn't find a lot of offense. You didn't find any. <laughs> I mean, that was a pitcher's duel. Final and 10, one nothing. the Mariners. I mean, that's... That's a great game. That was fun to watch. I was really loving that. I what, mean, wasn't the scouting report going into this game is that both pitchers were just going to continue to throw it over the plate and speed up the yep. game, and we'll see if they're actually going to just have a bunch of home runs and that'll be the most likely offense in this one. Okay, both pitchers put it over the plate. Plays were made behind yeah. them, and yeah, they almost got this one over before midnight on East Coast time playing it out in Seattle. Both teams combined for one in 11 runners in scoring position. One one hit out of 11 at-bats, runners in scoring position. Both teams. That's both teams. Yanks 0-5, the, uh, the, the Mariners 1-4-6. Ugh, just an ugly game. Is there anything worse as a pitcher? Raleigh's the one who hit it, and it was, it was the extra inning, so it didn't, doesn't even really count. Clark Schmidt for the Yankees sign had been hyped up that this could be one of the future arms. Yeah. And, and some would even say that Schmidt and his impact now could have been two seasons before. Maybe 2021 was more of his time frame of where he could have been, hey, this is the next future arm. Yeah, well, he, he had some injuries yep. and they weren't, it was between him and I can't think of the other pitcher's name. I think Domingo Herman ended up taking his spot. Yeah. And, and a lot of these young pitchers, and you could use this excuse for every athlete, the COVID seasons did throw a bunch of people off projection. So if you get injured and have COVID, the trajectory of where your career is going to go is all thrown off. And I think Schmidt falls in that same category. He's good. But Kirby on the other side, George Kirby, Brady Farkas was on with us earlier this month. I should say last month. Dang, it's the second time that got me already. Uh, Kirby, eight strong innings. Guy gives up three hits. No decision. Yeah. I mean, it was... It was it, the best thing about this game was two hours and thirty two minutes. It wasn't that long. Didn't have to stay up too late to be to be upset about it. I'll, I'm not gonna lie to you. I fell asleep anyway, so I'm glad I did. I'm glad Glaber Torres got caught stealing. I mean, just it was just it was just no. It was it was not a good game. It's not fun. If you're a Mariners fan, you got out of it with a win, but you probably still didn't really enjoy the game. Um, just 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 dookie.
The good news is, get the night off, a little travel day out to take on the Dodgers, which, you know, not a huge travel day. It's not like going from New York, coming from Seattle down the coast. But the reinforcements are on their way, old Gazi Bear. Oh, oh yeah. are they? Somerset couldn't hold these gentlemen back. We got a lot of moves from the Yankees today. You got the following moves. Uh, returned from rehab, reinstated infielder Josh Donaldson. Outfielder DH Giancarlo Stanton returning from the 10-day IL. Returning from rehab and reinstated right-handed pitcher of the Capital Region, Tommy Canely from the 60-day injured list. And then uh, Carlos Rodon was transferred to the 60-day. So, whatever. Okay, two-part question here. Which one are you, as a Yankee fan, most excited for? And which one should Yankee fan majority, maybe not you individually, but Yankee fan should be most excited about? Could be the same answer. Uh, for me, it's Canely because the bullpen needs needs him. I, I I'm excited about that, but you know me and and Ken from Latham made fun of, for me, you know about about being excited about this in the press. I'm I just can't let go of the vision in my head of Giancarlo Stanton putting it all together. I just can't let go of that vision where all of a sudden he's hitting you know 285 and you know an OPS over one. Like that's that mentally, I still feel like Stanton has that ability. I think Stanton's a guy who is is really held back by the fact he doesn't play the field every day. I think he's I think he's one of those guys that has to play the full game of baseball. Like if he's sitting down waiting for his his every time through the rotation, he just doesn't. He's not as dialed in. And, I, and you see it with some guys. I think he's one of those guys. Stanton's the answer. Yep, for both sides, both Yankee fan getting excited. If you're finding a player to root for, yes, Capital Region connection with Tommy Canely. We hope he does well. The thing with Tommy Canely is there was a real discussion not too long ago. And again, another athlete who was affected, you could argue through COVID and all those seasons of, hey, is is he going to continue pitching? Like, is that it for Tommy Canely? Especially what his role is, out of the arm, bullpen, speed. How much longer can someone do that? Because you look at the closers across baseball, and I'm not just talking the major league level. There are closers, relievers, setup men, whatever term you want to use to define them and they get to the next level. Their stuff is so good. And for you to keep that role out of your 20s into your 30s, your stuff has to continue to match what you're going up against. That's difficult. He's there. He's a Yankee. He's at the major league level, and he's likely going to have an impact for a playoff team. Great. But stand with the power, with the money, with the MVP abilities in a lineup. All the other players can help the Yankees win game. And so many other teams in Major League Baseball would love to have just one of those players either back on the mound or in the lineup. They get all of them soon to be back rather than later. Stands the answer, but every single one of these players can help the Yankees potentially get back to second place, maybe even first place. Is it, The reason I, don't, I didn't say Stanton and I said Canley is of these three, right? You've you've been perpetually let down by two of them. Like Josh Donaldson has not been. Josh Donaldson wasn't Josh Donaldson when you traded for him, when you brought him over. Like it, it wasn't when you brought him back. You you knew he wasn't what he once was. He's not like that everyday all star third baseman. But you still believe he could be. Like at least he's a third baseman. You know, it's not those days of like, hey you, popcorn vendor, you got a nice arm. Hot corner? Like, like, like. that's what it felt like for a while with the Yankees. <laughs> so, 
nice to have an actual third baseman there, but he's he hasn't really done anything with the bat, and he, and he hasn't even been that great of a fielder. He's been okay, but he hasn't been what you hoped he would be. Stanton, you can't say anything positive about Giancarlo Stanton without saying something first. When he's healthy. So, like, both those guys have already let us down on a day-to-day, day-to-day. I'm excited for both. I, I want to see both of them put it together. I still believe they can. But Tommy Kingley, before before he left, before he got hurt, and before he you know he left, he ran out there and he handled business. So and he, and listen, he's the reason I know the Black Widow pickup existed because I saw his. So I owe him no matter what. But like I I believe in, I believe in a scenario where tomorrow night we're watching Yankees Dodgers, you know seventh inning eighth inning, you know Kainley trots out and starts throwing smoke, and and it's good. I want to believe in a scenario where those other two guys are getting hits and playing well and doing everything else. But like, I, I believe more in Kingley right now because he's done it more recently and I should knock on wood. Do we have wood in here? I need access to wood on access day, please. Careful. Last time you hit that, the yeah, microphone no, I got everything. <laughs> I fixed it though. I Thank you. It does sound it. much better. Yes. So yes, yeah, so that's why I go Kingley right there. But I, I understand like, again, if everybody plays to their top potential, Giancarlo Stanton's the guy, but that hasn't really happened very often uh levac and goss fox sports radio 95.9 and 980 i did mention iheart radio access day uh over 700 deals and experiences today only at iheartaccess.accessday.com iheartradioaccessday.com um did you look through these is there one like day deals yeah is there like there's a lot of concert ones on there that I like. Yeah. yeah, a lot of music ones. If you are a music fan, today is your day. Make sure, whether it's social media, whether it's online, whether it's some of our sister stations, so many great deals going on with those deals. Over 700. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. What was your bachelor party like? It was at the Belmont in 2018, almost five years ago. Which is kind of perfect. It's on brand for you. Like, I... I could see you going to a strip club, but I couldn't see that being like your choice. Like, you know, like if your buddies were like, we're going to a strip club, you'd be like, all right. But you wouldn't be like, you know what I want to do? I want to go to a strip club. Belmont's right. That That's where you live. You wore a pink jacket, didn't you? Yes, I did. It looked Ugh. great in it. There is a um, a virtual bachelor party co-hosted by Fox Sports Radio's Cavino and Rich who come on after us uh, right here on, on Fox Sports Radio 95, 9 and 980. The virtual part makes me nervous. Yeah, I... <laughs> Camino and Rich will eventually hop on this show. I'm looking forward to building a relationship with those guys. That it all depends sounds, what this is. Right. Sounds awesome. It makes me nervous knowing those two a little bit on this. I don't know what those two have in store. What was like let's let's play a quick game of Is Lavac a jerk? Like if I hosted you a virtual bachelor party, yes, I'm gonna get you a dancer. You know, there's gonna be that kind of stuff going on on the screen. But I'm also gonna throw stuff up there to mess with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. horrible stuff. Like like just out of nowhere. Just terrible. I'm not even going to give you examples. <laughs> just imagine like a clown zoomed. Ah! Right. Gotcha. I feel like this is a like a really really high-end cameo that could go horribly wrong for you and your bachelor party. <laughs> but now I want it. I want to see how it goes. Whoever gets that, please let us know. Uh chef Tyler Florence prepare a meal for for you. Rachel and Doug were very excited about that one this morning. I'm not as familiar with Tyler Lawrence, but I b- believe he is super popular. Maybe for the wise Tyler the- Florence. Tyler Florence, please. I don't know who Tyler Lawrence is. I tossed an L in there? You did well, you took the F out. Oh, yeah. 
which is great. Um, no, I, yeah, I heard them talking about. I heard them talking about Mister Mister Lawrence. Um, all all cool stuff. Whatever you're into, there's gonna be something for you. Earth, at, wind, and fire. LL oh, Cool J. LL concert. Cool J. Yeah, ladies love Cool Jeremy. Um, I think it was James or him too. I just my friend was name was Jeremy Lawrence. So, uh, <laughs> cool Lawrence. All right. So this it, it is I I Heart Radio Access Day, and. Right now, all you're really getting access to is our weird brains. Uh, so go go to the website, check it out. Maybe there's something, you know, maybe there's something for somebody else. You know, you guys, you're talking about all these musical experiences. Maybe the missus or or the mister. How you doing, ladies? You know, you get a nice, put a nice package together through the iHeart uh, Radio Access Day, and they will never know that you saved a bunch of cash on it. They'll never know. Get that access. Share it a little bit if you like. Coming up, uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive into the NBA Finals, which tip off this evening. And I I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot to break down. I think it's pretty simple. I really, really do. Let's see if Gaz agrees with me next, right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. This report is sponsored by iHeartRadio Access Day. Good news, today is iHeartRadio Access Day. Get ready to experience some one-of-a-kind deals and unique experiences all day long. You could be joining Colin Cowherd in L.A. to experience a live broadcast of The Herd with Colin Cowherd. You could even hop in his chair to take a pick. All part of iHeartRadio Access Day. Head to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to register for a chance to win. Today only. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Be sure to stay tuned for more throughout the day. Get ready for an unforgettable day. Today is iHeartRadio Access Day. Your favorite iHeartRadio stations are offering incredible one-of-a-kind deals and unique experiences you won't want to miss. Head to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com to see what our partners have in store for you. I want to go to a concert tonight, but the prices are so expensive. Have you tried Game Time? What's Game Time? It's only the hottest ticket app in the country right now. With Game Time, you can score last-minute deals on concerts, games, shows, everything. Oh, Game Time sounds awesome. It is. Today only, go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com to get a code for $20 off your first Game Time ticket order. That's $20 off your first ticket order at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. New users only. $150 minimum purchase. Can only be redeemed once. Cannot be combined with any other promo. Do you have shoeboxes full of photos? Today only, iHeartRadio Access Day listeners get VIP access to the new Photo Legacy Box. Get your family's photos professionally scanned for as low as $0.07, which is 76% less than what other brands charge. As the world's largest digitizer, you know you can trust Legacy Box. Visit iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today to get 200 photos scanned starting at just $19.95. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Introducing Swiffer's Best Clean, the new Swiffer Power Mop. It's an all-in-one cleaning system that gives you the scrubbing power of a mop and bucket without the hassle. And today only, you can win a year's supply of Swiffer Power Mop. Just go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com to enter. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com for your chance to win a year's supply of the new Swiffer Power Mop. So you can clean your home in half the time. Mop smarter with the new Swiffer Power Mop. Picture the next big family memories you want to make together. 
Are you riding the newest roller coasters? Or are you up close and personal with some of the world's most magnificent animals? If the answer is yes, then go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to score up to 50% off tickets to Busch Gardens and SeaWorld, the only parks that combine the best theme park thrills with one-of-a-kind animal experiences. Even better, a portion of every ticket goes back to animal rescue and conservation. So go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today only to score up to 50% off tickets. Service fees, blackout dates, and other restrictions may apply. How we feel in the morning sets the scene for our entire day. That's why Daily Harvest is a game changer. Daily Harvest delivers delicious smoothies, flatbreads, harvest bowls, and more right to your door. All built on fruits and veggies. With easy-to-prep options, Daily Harvest keeps your freezer stocked with good food that's ready when you are. Daily Harvest works directly with farmers to source the best ingredients and freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in flavor and nutrients. Right now, receive $50 off your first Daily Harvest box, plus free shipping. Redeem offer at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Timu.com, that's T. TEMU.com is giving you an exclusive opportunity to unlock a $100 spending spree on their app today only on iHeartRadio Access Day. TMU.com is the most downloaded app on the App Store, and this is your chance to get a $100 coupon bundle you can use on millions of items. All you have to do is download the TMU app, enter a promo code, and you'll have $100 you can use to treat yourself to the latest fashion, home goods, or beauty products. Just head over to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today for your promo code. Then get started on your $100 TMU.com shopping spree. It's big, 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 big. Our iHeartRadio Access Day, we call it that because it's access to great stuff, access to deals you can't beat, and some really cool experiences, too. You could be joining Ryan Seacrest for a VIP experience at our 2023 iHeartRadio Music Festival in Las Vegas, including tickets for both nights, all part of iHeartRadio Access Day. Head to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to register for a chance to win. Today only. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Happy iHeartRadio Access Day, everyone. You've heard uh, Colin Cowherd talk about it. We're talking about it. The only thing left for you to do is go, uh, go search it yourself. Today and today only, those deals are available at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Go check them out. Uh, NBA Finals starts tonight, 8.30 tip. Miami Heat at Denver Nuggets. Guys, I don't even know why Miami goes. I think it's fairly clear that Denver's just going to run them. It's going to be, it's going to get ugly. Like the only thing I'm hearing negotiated as far as people's brains go is, will Joker get a triple double every game, or just most of them? Earlier this week, we did give the NBA Finals a little bit of grief about how long it's going to potentially take for three weeks for a seven game series. Let's give them credit where credits due. The NBA. For the first time in nearly 20 years, the NBA Finals is tipping off before 9 o'clock Eastern. You, you're the oldest young person. What do you mean? You're it's good so 8.30. 8.30 so tip. That's the only thing. That's that's the number one thing you think about when you see the NBA Finals. Jokic versus Butler. Heat versus Nuggets. You know, we don't have the Lakers. We don't have the Celtics. We don't have the Warriors. We don't like It's it's teams you, don't, you haven't seen in a minute. Nuggets have never won it before. Goz, old man Goslowski over here. It's good because I get to go to bed 30 minutes earlier than normal. Shh. Well, that's the third? What happened? <laughs> who's got the baby I mean, monitor? I mean, it's cool that they kind of heard the complaining and they moved everything up. Especially Colin Cowherd's like one of the chief complainers 
about how late things start. At least he was when he was East Coast. Maybe he's not. I was so going to say, so the West Coast, I know. enough, cow turd. At least, you know, even then, I think he's like, eh, I don't know. But, like, that can't be the number one thing you think about when you see the NBA Finals start tonight. I don't even like these teams. No. And I'm, I'm more excited about it than you are. It is not. No, no, I'm excited about it for the Denver Nugget fan base, the Denver sports fan. The Nuggets have never been here before. Their first NBA Finals. And I was thinking about this driving in today. I thought, okay, Denver is getting a little bit of grief on the national stage. And I actually called Colin Coward, Cowturd, R.I.P. Phyllis there. Uh, because, <laughs> because what's around Denver is very similar. Well, weed. It's very similar to San Antonio and the Spurs. Now, San Antonio is not a small city. I know like a lot of people love talking about market size. San Antonio is not a small city. It's massive. They got ugly women. On the river walk, the ugliest women and a terrible woman, the terrible. Charles Barkley just <laughs> burying them. Ugliest women ever, San Antonio. But what's <laughs> happened with cities like Denver, cities like San Antonio, Toronto almost got grouped into this, but again, another massive city, that every time a smaller, air quoted there, city gets in the spot, we talk about a team rather than a superstar. Like when the Lakers had Kobe and Shaq, it was about Kobe and Shaq, the superstars. Cleveland's not a huge market, but it was about LeBron. We've had so many NBA finals based around superstars, a lot of them about LeBron, a lot of them about Jordan and others, that we forget, okay, yeah, like, the franchise has always been good. Did the player make it good? But when we get to San Antonio, they had Tim Duncan. They had David Robinson. Yeah. They had Greg Popovich. It's not like there were some... Tony Parker. A bunch of scrubs. No. The Detroit Pistons had Hall of Famers in that mid-2000 team that knocked off the Lakers. This feels like, though, team, T-E-A-M, the best team we've seen since that Spurs team that beat the Heat in the NBA Finals. And maybe I'm getting caught up in the national headlines of, all right, guys, you just told us that these smaller markets get that label of good team rather than superstar and Hall of Famer, but now you just told me you think it's a great team. It can be both. Like That's what it feels like for me for this NBA Finals. Jimmy Butler, the Joker... Nicole Jokic, all that stuff. He's an MVP. But this feels like team basketball. If you're not an NBA fan, if you don't like what the sports turned into with constant threes and fouling, the Denver Nuggets play awesome team basketball. And that's why I'm leaning towards you that this is going to be destruction. I would be stunned if this goes six games. I would take Denver in five, and I'm leaning towards four maybe by the end of the show. I I, I do want to do the four. I do. But um, I think that the only reason you feel that way is is Nikolai Jokic, he's such a star. Like, the Joker is such a star that you forget that Jamal Murray's good, Contavious Caldwell-Pope is, Pope is good, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon. Like, those those are guys that, if, like the Knicks, you, you'd slap your mama to get some of those dudes on your roster. But they, they're so overshadowed because of how just consistently great the Joker is. Like, he's just, Jokic is consistently great. Like, again, we're not debating whether or not the Nuggets start this series one nothing. We're not debating whether or not he's going to score 20 points. We're not no triple double? Yeah. He's minus 110 to get a triple double. Minus 110. To put numbers like that. Magic Johnson, LeBron James like numbers. Minus 110. Is it expected yeah. out of him to put up those type of numbers? And remember just a few months ago that people thought he was a stat patter, that he was a Russell Westbrook, that he was a guy just going out there to get the triple-double. This is his style of basketball. He's a great passer. 
can go get the rebounds, set the pace for the offense, obviously can score and has a great skill set. This is not stat padding. This is how good Even, this guy is. Well, once you reach the finals, you can't call it stat padding anymore, no. right? Like you're absolutely like stat padding to me always felt like the guy who was trying to justify taking Embiid as the MVP. It's like, oh, he's stat padding. Wait, what, what does that mean? Well, you know, he's scoring a lot of points because he wants he wants good stats. Isn't everybody trying to score a lot of points? I asked with the assists and the rebounds. <laughs> Wait, what are the three things that I want the perfect basketball player to do? Score points, pass well, and rebound? I mean, like, so we're now going to find a way to talk negatively about a guy who just does everything well? Like, Westbrook would... Like, there were points in games where it looked like Russell Westbrook would miss a shot to get a rebound. Like <laughs> yeah, he really did. Yeah, he would, like, do a tap stroll with himself to get a rebound. Joker's out there fighting for his life a lot of nights. Like, I, I always love when they show his arms afterwards and they're all cut up because the, whoever was on him was, like, scratching him like a cat. And he just keeps going. What's happened is that older NBA fan versus newer NBA fan, they see these numbers and they're like, that doesn't make sense because that's not the style that guy did it for. Great example is Shaq versus the Greek Freak. Giannis Antetokounmpo versus Shaquille O'Neal. If you look at their career stats, they're not that far off. Double-double guys, mid-20, about 13, 14 rebounds a game. Shaq has had some monster box scores. Mm -hmm. There are some hilarious numbers when you look at Shaq. And if you go pull up some LSU Shaq highlights, they are laughable how funny he's dominating some players at the college level. And that's a skinnier version of Shaq. Like Will Chamberlain. Yes. Not that fraud. Not that just made-up stats. Oh, I scored a hunt. Not... Don't why did you do that? I had this great point I was setting up for about how he's changed the game, how the Joker's gonna get credit. And you bring up that nonsense of Wilt Chamberlain. Oh yeah, I scored hundred points. Sure you did it, Wilt. What a how the do you biggest, not believe he scored hundred points? The biggest fraud in sports is Wilt Chamberlain. My God. Just doesn't pass. Is there a more overrated athlete than Wilt Chamberlain? Will Chamberlain would barely... Why did you do this to me? I had this whole NBA Finals thing. By the way, if you want to defend Will Chamberlain, the Elevation 10,000 phone lines are opening you at 518-690-0980. 518-690-0980. The reason you're laughing so much is because Levac has not had to deal with any more constant criticism of Will Chamberlain in our text messages to each other. And rarely has that ever come out on the air. Not enough of my despising of Will Chamberlain. Thinks he's an all-time great guy, can't win, doesn't pass. And you know what? He's a liar. Let me add one other thing about Will Chamberlain. He is a liar. You can be a great athlete, it's fine. 20,000 women. Knock it off, Will. Why'd you do that? Just derailed this whole thing. That. My face hurts for laughing. Good God, Will Chamberlain. <laughs> You don't believe you don't believe he scored a hundred points in a game. There's no one who's ever ever like actually disputed it. You would think like the the other team, if he didn't really score a hundred points, wouldn't the other team come out and be like, oh, hey, whoa, 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 73. 73 points. 73 right there. But it's no hot. no one's ever come out and said he didn't. It was a hundred points. I got nothing on Will Chamberlain. There's not a picture. We got one picture. I could give you a piece of paper right now. I could walk into the studio. I'm looking at you right now. I could give you a piece of paper that says 101. Yep. Jeff Levac 
for South Colony High School once scored 101 points in a basketball game. The only footage we have of it is you sitting there with a piece of paper that says one-on-one. That's it. And by the way, he scored 100 points, and then he allegedly stopped the game. They're like, yeah, game's over. He got 100. Nobody's going to catch up. There are just ridiculous. I'm going to find this box score out here. Did you see when he had like a quintuple double? Have you ever seen that Will Chamberlain famous box score where he didn't have a triple double? He didn't have a quadruple double? He had five stats with double digits. Like it's hard for me to wrap my head around Will Chamberlain. I just can't believe like of all the things that you're a hundred percent behind, the thing you choose to be cynical about is Will Chamberlain. Like no one disputes what he did, but you. I've never ever heard like like if you tell if you tell me that the earth is flat, a couple people might agree. They'll come out of the woodwork, Kyrie Irving, whatever. Um, you know, the Moon's made of green cheese. Kelby, I've never been there. It might be. It looks kind of tasty from here. I've, you're the only person I've ever heard say Will Chamberlain is made up. Like the the twenty thousand women thing is debatable. That doesn't help his case, Levac. Who, who doesn't fudge the number? I I don't know what my number is anymore, I, and that doesn't mean it was a big number. I just don't remember things as well as I used to. But like, <laughs> why would you think he didn't look at? All right. I don't want to put race into this, but I'm going to because it just makes my point easier to make. You go back then, it's Wilt Chamberlain, who's seven feet tall on a basketball court surrounded by nine, like, five, five white dudes. Like, you think he's not going to dominate? Go play basketball in the backyard with your two sons later tonight. You'll score 100 points on a little tight hoop. And that's the problem I have with Wilt Chamberlain because these stats are... It doesn't match. Like, if we made a graph of stats, and the NBA Finals might have this happen, like most three-pointers shot tonight or maybe most triple-doubles, we maybe in 2023 could see stats in this year's Finals that don't match up to any other stat in NBA history. My dad just texted into the show because he may have watched Wilt Chamberlain. He said, what do you mean Wilt Chamberlain didn't pass? He leads all NBA centers in career assists. And there's more issues with Wilt Chamberlain here. LeVac, March... Of 1968, allegedly as a member of the Philadelphia 76ers, Will Chamberlain dropped 53 points, 32 rebounds, 14 assists, 24 blocks, and 11 steals. I mean, come on. I almost could not get through that stat line without laughing. So he had a quintuple double and a 158-128 win with no three-point line. None of that sounds outrageous to anybody else listening. At the Jeff Levac on Twitter, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. If maybe you watched Wilt, I didn't think we were going to go this way, but Levac provoked me did into you this. Ever, all right, have you ever done a tour of like, like the like the old Dutch settlements and stuff, like the like the old houses from like the 1500s, 1600s stuff? Like, have you ever done those? I don't remember, but maybe as a small child, I did. So if you go into there now, you will walk face first into the to the wall above the door like the door frame is is lower because people were smaller people have gotten bigger uh steroids and meat i don't know whatever people have continued to get larger and larger that dude was a time traveler he's built like you like he's probably too big to be now but he went back then and again the the nba (laughs) shane gillis is a great bit about being the last high school to integrate football and there's a point where the quarterbacks are standing behind him. He goes, look at this guy. This guy wrote a football. He do whatever. And then the, the former white quarterback is sitting there smoking a cigarette going, I could, I could run. He goes, you can't run. Look at that rickets. Like, 
Like that's <laughs> the reason it's good that we don't have the video footage of him scoring a hundred points is it would have people would have been mad he was beating up on little people. Like it would look like he was playing with children. He was a he was a physically just gifted um, amazing monster. He he didn't fit the time. The same reason Shaq dominated. The same reason you're trying to take shots at Aaron Judge. He's six seven. He can rob home runs easier. Will Chamberlain was a physical specimen that was good at basketball and dominated. And and because technology wasn't caught up to where it is now, where we can you know three sixty view a pimple on a dude's shin, you know you you think he didn't really do it. I'd have to rank these centers. Here's the centers that would take over Will Chamberlain. I'd take Shaq. Okay. I'd take Kareem. Okay. Bill Russell? Yeah, I'll take Bill Russell. Okay. Okay, so I got Hakeem Bill Russell. I get, that one, um, hmm. Patrick Ewing? Yeah, now it's going to get a little tougher here. Uh, But does, so, Gian, does Giannis count onto the Kumpo? He's more like a power forward, sure, but I feel like I'll he would be a center. It. But he's, what do we call him? The Greek freak. Huh. A physical specimen that's beyond all the others around him? Yeah, it's weird. I would take Nicole Jokic over Wilt Chamberlain. Because I feel like Jokic's skill set, something you just brought up here, there might have been a physical advantage of Will Chamberlain over other basketball players at this point. Jokic can do a little bit more. Now, I have a lot more proof visually of what he can do, and maybe that's what hurts my case on defending Will Chamberlain here, and I'm not, but I've seen a lot more out of him. Here's here's what I feel like Will Chamberlain would be. He would be like Dwight Howard, because Dwight Howard's also a freak. Dwight Howard, can you imagine Dwight Howard played in Will Chamberlain's time? Oh, he would dunk from one end of the court to the other. <laughs> yeah. But I just want to point something out. As you are trying to tear down Will Chamberlain, you have just put him in the class of Shaquille O'Neal, Hakeem Olajuwon, Nikola Jokic. You you put him with all the greats. Tim Duncan. You, if I took Tim Duncan and I dropped him in Will Chamberlain's era, wouldn't he score 100 points? If I took Shaq and dropped him in the in the 60s, the 50s, hell, the 80s, doesn't he score 100 points? In a game? Y- yes. If he wants to. The only reason Shaq might not be able to is he can't shoot free throws and he might get bored. Oh, Shaq want to go out in the stands. Like, like I, I can't believe you don't believe the guy who was the most physically gifted, for lack of a better term, freak of his era, dominated. Well, hang on. I agree he dominated. By the way, I saw we got a message there from Dan who said, I think Goss is onto something here with Chamberlain. I'm just looking at what the NBA's turned into, and I know the stats I see. I know what LeBron scores. I know what Michael Jordan scores. I know what Steph Curry can do from beyond the arc. I see these numbers that they're putting up, especially offensively with a three-point line that's never been done in history. And you brought up baseball. The baseball thing's a little different because of maybe advancements. Of course, Boston Dan thinks you're on to something. Football, the rules have changed. And maybe that's the answer here with Chamberlain. Stuff has changed in the league. But I'm like previewing the finals and trying to figure out where these guys are going to rank all the time. And then I see one guy's got 50 points a game for a season, 27 rebounds. I'm just like, how? How How did it fall off that fast? The biggest fraud in sports. People caught up. Give me some footage. Someone you can send me a YouTube link of this alleged Wilt Chamberlain plane. I think they didn't know how to keep stats back then. Because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm getting you more ever, messages you here. Ever, you ever get to the uh you ever get to the basketball court early 
it's just you and a couple like stragglers. They're not that good. Maybe some old people that are hanging around. You look, you just look dominant when you're out there because you're, you know, you're in your thirties. You're a big dude. Then the other players who actually know how to play the game start showing up, and you don't look as dominant. Don't you think Wilt Chamberlain scoring a hundred points and being dominant opened the door for other athletes to go? You know, I want to do that. <laughs> That's something I'd like to do. More stats about Will Chamberlain. Allegedly, he ran a 10-9 100-meter dash. Well, look at how long those legs were. He had a 53-foot shot put toss. I can't, ver- I, can't, I can't verify these stats. I've never seen them. None of them are real. Yeah. How long was the shot put? 53 feet. Yeah, his arms are, are 24 feet. He only had to throw it like 20 feet. That's perfect. He's fine. I believe a lot more about Babe Ruth than Will Chamberlain. A lot more. See, Babe Ruth, I can make the same argument why Babe Ruth was so dominant that I could make why I believe Wilt Chamberlain was dominant. There was a lot of black players in either of the games at that point. You know, the, 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 you had the Negro Leagues going while Major League Baseball was going, so you split your best players into two different leagues. During that part of the NBA, you know, you didn't have the Euro step. You didn't have all these other – what, how popular was basketball at that point compared to football, baseball, golf, for any anything, water polo? Like you know, what I mean, like it wasn't the popular game it is now. Now, anytime you see somebody tall play a lot of basketball, like you can't help yourself. You have to say it. It's I, I don't uh, I don't think you're. Uh, Am I crazy to think Jokic? Yes, is better than Chamberlain. Now, um, where would you like? I know how to give my list. I'll just recap it quick again. In no particular order, who I would take over Wilt Chamberlain is great centers in basketball history. I would take Shaq. I'd take Bill Russell. I would take Kareem. If we're allowed to count onto the Kumpo, I would take him, and I know he's leaned more towards power forward. Dwight Howard offensively could have been more dominant in that era. I would take... Hmm, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take Chamberlain over Howard, but you heard that. I mean, I guess he scored 100 so, points in a game. And then Jokic is close. Like, I would take Jokic over Chamberlain and over Dwight Howard. I'd say Jokic, if he wins a championship, we could potentially, when it's all said and done, talk about him as maybe the third or fourth best center in league history. So let me let me just let me make sure I understand what, I, what I'm answering here. Are we talking about, like, we steal Bill and Ted's time machine or Doctor Who or whatever? We grab these two dudes, we drop them in a gym somewhere in their primes. Who who beats who? Is, would, that what is that what we're going for? I would say if we're allowed to have a time machine yeah. and you're building a roster and you're seeing five guys or ten guys sitting on a bench and you get to pick five of them. Okay, I'm building a roster right now. My first string, second string, third string, fourth string, fifth string, and they're in whatever, honestly, prime of their life. But, mm. hey, I get to build a roster. I think... I'm taking Russell, I'm taking Kareem, I'm taking Shaq, and then, then like, okay, who's next? Like, well, does Jokic also, I mean, have to win to be in that discussion? There was too. no three-point line when Wilt played, right? True. So, you got, like, I got to know the rules. I got to know where we're dropping them. I think I think I would take Jokic over, over pretty much any of the old-school centers. Just because the game, what you were asked to do, like Patrick Ewing was asked to have his back to the hoop. And then turn it and put the ball up. Like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar changed the game because of skyhook. You couldn't defend it. Like, he was big. He'd keep you off him, and then he would just put the ball up over his head. So, like, Joker would be something that none of these guys had ever seen before if we dropped him back in those days. So, I, w- I would probably take Joker over most of them if we're playing modern rules. If we're playing old-school rules where the big guy has to go hang out in the paint, you know, pre-three-second violation, let's go. I'll take the big dudes. I'll take Wilt. 
down there throwing elbows than asking out Joker's mom, you know? I scored 100 points at a game. I slept with 20,000 women. I had 50 rebounds. I ran a 10-900. He's the biggest liar. Wow. Sports. You know, changed. He's no longer a fraud. He's a liar. You know what? His pants are on fire. I wish that uh, if you went to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com, there was a there was a one-on-one sit-down with Wilt Chamberlain where, where guys could grill him and try to figure out if he was really telling the truth about anything. You know what, guys? You know what you should do? You should go check out the $100 savings bundle towards... Uh, your shopping sprees for the latest fashion, home goods, and beauty products on the Timu app. You should check that out. Okay. For the missus. She'd probably like that. Everyone go check out all the great deals right now. Today only, it is iHeartRadio Access Day at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. We got to talk NFL quarterbacks. I'm going to let you pick which one you want to talk about first. Coming up next right here at Slovak Goss, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Do you have shoeboxes full of photos? Today only, iHeartRadio Access Day listeners get VIP access to the new Photo Legacy Box. Get your family's photos professionally scanned for as low as 7 cents, which is 76% less than what other brands charge. As the world's largest digitizer, you know you can trust Legacy Box. Visit iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today to get 200 photos scanned starting at just $19.95. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. I want to go to a concert tonight, but the prices are so expensive. Have you tried Game Time? What's Game Time? It's only the hottest ticket app in the country right now. With Game Time, you can score last-minute deals on concerts, games, shows, everything. Game Time sounds awesome. It is. Today only, go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com to get a code for $20 off your first Game Time ticket order. That's $20 off your first ticket order at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. New users only. $150 minimum purchase. Can only be redeemed once cannot be combined with any other promo introducing swiffer's best clean the new swiffer power mop it's an all-in-one cleaning system that gives you the scrubbing power of a mop and bucket without the hassle and today only you could win a year's supply of swiffer power mop just go to iheartradioaccessday.com to enter that's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com for your chance to win a year's supply of the new swiffer power mop so you can clean your home in half the time mop smarter with the new Swiffer Power Mop. Picture the next big family memories you want to make together. Are you riding the newest roller coasters or are you up close and personal with some of the world's most magnificent animals? If the answer is yes, then go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to score up to 50% off tickets to Busch Gardens and SeaWorld, the only parks that combine the best theme park thrills with one-of-a-kind animal experiences. Even better, a portion of every ticket goes back to animal rescue and conservation. So go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today only to score up to 50% off tickets. Service fees, blockout dates, and other restrictions may apply. How we feel in the morning sets the scene for our entire day. That's why Daily Harvest is a game changer. Daily Harvest delivers delicious smoothies, flatbreads, harvest bowls, and more right to your door. All built on fruits and veggies. With easy-to-prep options, Daily Harvest keeps your freezer stocked with good food that's ready when you are. Daily Harvest works directly with farmers to source the best ingredients and freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in flavor and nutrients. Right now, receive $50 off your first Daily Harvest box, plus free shipping. Redeem offer at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Timu.com, that's 
XTEMU.com is giving you an exclusive opportunity to unlock a $100 spending spree on their app today only on iHeartRadio Access Day. TMU.com is the most downloaded app on the App Store. And this is your chance to get a $100 coupon bundle you can use on millions of items. All you have to do is download the TMU app, enter a promo code, and you'll have $100 you can use to treat yourself to the latest fashion, home goods, or beauty products. Just head over to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today for your promo code. Then get started on your $100 TMU.com shopping spree. Uh, you've probably been hearing us talking about it for a while now, but today it's here. It's our iHeartRadio Access Day. Are you ready to experience these one-of-a-kind deals from our partners, all these unique experiences? Very cool. Check out iHeartRadioAccessDay.com right now. You could experience everything the free iHeartRadio app has to offer with a one-year subscription to iHeartRadio All Access. Head to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to register for a chance to win. Today only. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> we, got, uh, we got some breaking news coming out of the Albany Empire. Ooh. Do you want to save it for your top four or you want it? I kind of want it now. You want it now? Yeah, I think I do. Uh, live, local, late break. It's up now with Roger Wilder. Owner of the Albany Empire states that Terry Foster's the new head coach of the Albany Empire. Um, so those of you who don't know who Terry Foster is, Terry Foster was the head coach of the New Jersey Flight in 21. He actually was Tom Manasse's boss before the Empire hired him because Tom Manasse was putting together personnel and was the, I want to say, OC for Foster in Jersey. Then he met with uh, Nate Starling Jr., Ron Tredico, and Mike Corda, and became the head coach of the Empire. So Terry was coaching the flight. I actually somewhat hired Terry Foster as the assistant head coach down in Columbus because Chris McKinney, the head coach that I hired before I walked out there, who is uh, undefeated right now, by the way, he's crushing it in that league. Um, he wanted him as his, his assistant. So he, uh, as of this moment has been announced that Terry Foster is the new, the new head coach. For those who are not familiar with Terry Foster, he did a very good job giving his career credentials. But my first reaction, like many in the Capital Region may have, is how long will this guy last and why this guy? Let's start with the second one first before the first one because that's a little unfair to start with the first one, but the second one. So did they just, they, the Albany Empire ownership group, say, who is the best coach we can hire right now? Like, reach out to whoever we can call, figure out the experts of indoor football, arena football. Who is the best potential coach to run this team because we don't want to do this again? Is that a fair blanket statement of what you think they may have done to bring in Terry Foster? You, Your first statement, who is the best head coach we can bring in right now? I think that's very, very accurate. But I think that the caveat that I have to add to that is, who would take this job right now? Because uh, Ben Bennett was like, oh, Ben Bennett would have been a great choice to be the head coach. Um, you know, Tom Manas was let go, came back. He walked away because of, of the mess that's going on. Um, I've heard other names circulate like that. 
I just I know wouldn't take the job. They just wouldn't. There's guys out there who are out of work or are on staffs, even though in the past they've been head coaches, who wouldn't take this job right now because the track record is you coach one game, and if you don't win, you're out. The two names I had heard, let's see if they're the same names you heard. The two names I heard were were Maurice Leggett, who used to play. He he's still he is playing. Yeah. He's actually a member of the Empire right now. He's a Jack linebacker, defensive back. Um, he won. He had the interception pick six in the 2019 championship game for the Empire. Yeah, that was. I heard they were talking to him about it. Yeah, I, I put the used to play tag <clears> on it because it's like, all right, we're gonna have to go through this right. loop of player, coach, ownership. And then D. Scott from Kiss 1023 had been campaigning. And if you had Googled Albany Empire next head coach, credit to D. Scott, his name was popping up with his own campaign. So he, as of this moment, is not going to be coaching the team this season. D, uh, don't give up yet. No. Well, I mean, you, listen, if they don't win next week, it's one and done. They're in a bye week right now. So the players uh, don't, don't practice in a bye week. It's part of the deal. So as of... Sunday or Monday, depending upon how their schedule comes together, they will they will gather under Terry Foster, and if they're able to get a W in Orlando on June 9th, they Terry Foster will keep his his job. If if they lose, who knows? Um, Terry Foster, my experience with him have been have been good ones. Um, I have nothing negative to say about him. I know that his experience in New Jersey in 21. The reason he makes a ton of sense, besides having credentials, that Jersey flight team went through hell. There, so we're in COVID. The rules in Jersey were tougher than the rules at Albany at that point. When we went down, it was week three of the season. I want to say there were about 150. There was less than 200 people in the stands, and I'd say about 50 of them drove up from, drove down from here. Mm. Um. That arena that they play in, the Jumbotron is directly in the middle. You can't kick downfield. You can't kick a deuce. You can't kick off long because it's in the way. You'll hit it. Craig Peterson hit it like two times before he figured out the line. (laughs) Um, The back door is plywood, and the prison is a stone's throw from the back door of that arena. That's that's Jersey. There was a point during the season where they only carried a roster of like 18 or 19 people because the ownership didn't have the money based on no ticket sales to carry a full roster. There were guys getting on planes to go to away games without a return ticket. Ooh, that's, how, that's how bad that – and that the Jersey flight went away right after that. The ownership was not prepared for the losses and everything that you deal with during COVID. So Terry Foster – kept them on the field and playing that entire season with all that going on. Now, was it all him? Was it staff? I don't know. I, I don't know. But he was he was the head coach going through all of that, and he they played every game. To add a little bit more context to someone listening might be like, hang on, hang on, hang on. So they play Orlando coming up, not this weekend, following weekend. Correct. And they're on a bye week, and at the professional level, in comparison to the college level, the college level you have to stay on campus, maybe just go home for the weekend. By week professionally, you've seen players in the past for the Empire just leave. They do. Like, so you're not, they're not. You're actually not allowed to make them practice during the bye week. So during the last year's championship run, we had the bye week between the final game of the regular season and then the week of practice leading up. We're not allowed. We as an organization, we're not allowed to force the guys to practice. Brandon Cisse, 
one of the team captains and, and you know, Darius Prince and a couple of other guys, they started running their own practices. I couldn't even be there. Like, I had to go, like, I got, like, a call, like, hey, can you make sure the air conditioning's on in the arena? And I'm like, why? I'm not allowed to, no one's allowed to be down there. I go down on the field. They're working out. That's that, though. So, so Terry Foster can implement his plans in the front office, get his staff where he wants them to be. But as far as the players go, he really he can't make them do anything this week. I'm sure there was some curiosity of once the changes were made with Pete Parcelli and Mac Bennett of, okay, who's actually running the roster right now? What yeah. is going on? They've gone a few days here. Ben Bennett. Ben Bennett. Ben Mac Bennett, Bennett right. is the uh, host of the show, what, Cash Cab? Oh, yeah. I love that show. Or was he formerly on SNL? Yeah, there's a, a combination know. of some buckets there. I love Cash Cab. I hope it's that. Uh, what? One of those is who's running the team. There's your answer. Bye week implemented there, and that's why and Terry Foster. I believe over. is doing some some of the personnel stuff now. I think he is staying around to do that, which is weird because it's one of the things he wasn't allowed to do as head coach. Now he's doing that. So I don't know. So uh, you know, I've heard mixed reviews of Terry Foster's coaching ability, but as a guy who was an executive in a front office, I saw him find a way to get across the finish line and get and get a season done. Ben Bailey, the host. Ben Bailey of Cash Cab? Cash Cab. All right. Beck Bennett. Beck Bennett. Sorry, SNL. Ben Bennett, former NFL quarterback, AFL quarterback, AFL coach. That's tough. That's yeah. a tough one to figure out. <laughs> Will Chamberlain would have got it right. Um, so This report by- is sponsored by iHeartRadio Access Day. Some volume on Troy Schenectady Road on the eastbound side coming into the Northway. Up and down the Northway so far, a pretty good ride. Coast to coast on alternate 7, that's a good ride. Top to bottom on 787, we're fine. Starting to see some volume on the Menans Bridge heading into Troy. Not bad yet on the Collar City Bridge. From the WGY Price Chopper Market 32 Traffic Center, I'm Mike Barker. It's finally here. iHeartRadio Access Day has arrived. If you've been waiting for... Grab your shades, your flip-flops, and your free iHeartRadio app for the unofficial start of summer 2023. No matter where you go this summer, your favorite radio station, the music you love, and the best podcasts in the world will be along for the adventure. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. WOFX Troy, WGYFM HD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. time for the top four at four with LeVac and Gaz. <laughs> It is iHeart Radio Access Day. Go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Today is the only day that you'll be able to get these great deals. And uh, speaking of access, right now, Goss is going to give us access to the four biggest stories in the world of sports. It's brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. The Boston Celtics will have Joe Mazzula come back as the team's head coach for next season. Brand Stevens, former coach, now executive for the franchise, confirmed today. Steven said, quote, he's a terrific leader. He'll only get better at anything that he can learn from this year because he's constantly trying to learn and he's accountable. Remember, Joe Mazzula played against Jimmy Butler in college. He's only 34 years old. 57 wins in a weird spot. Almost got the team to the NBA Finals if they didn't blow game seven, but also we're down three games to none in that series. I say blow game seven like it wasn't a big deal that they came back down 3-0. <laughs> I felt uh, well, like they were going to win it, that game, but it isn't. It isn't a big deal, I, you know. Like, I, it's a nice little like personal achievement, but it's 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 a participation. It's a participation trophy, is what it is. Like it's it's 
nobody cares that you got to the finish line. You didn't cross it. Like, if the reason we're not clowning the Heat right now is they won that game. If the Heat had won, had lost four straight after winning three straight, we would be clowning them right now. The international sign for choking would be the Heat logo and all this other stuff. So, look, you got there, but you didn't get it done. It, that nobody's, especially a, a franchise like the the Celtics. There's there's nothing good to take from that loss. One more time to enter the Yameki Udoku situation. This is coming from a national report that described Udoku's departure as, quote, he reportedly had an intimate relationship with an unidentified female staff member. That happened in September. That's how we're reporting this still in June? Nine months later. Did the Celtics make a right decision in bringing back Missoula? Uh, I mean, so... Should I he think, get fired? Like he's in an impossible no. situation. He's losing a bunch of his top assistants. Do you think there's somebody better out there? That's the only answer. Mm-hmm. Is there somebody better out there? Is there somebody that they think could do a better job than he did? You put a very young, inexperienced head coach in that spot. He did get you to Game Seven or the Eastern Conference Finals, or at least the players did. You you need to either work with him or replace him with, uh, you know, Doc Rivers. Yeah, Pat Riley. I don't know, like like a. a a, a coach that's so good that he, no matter what he did this year, you still would have replaced him. And I'm not even a Doc Rivers fan, but I just want to know what Celtic fan would want. It's, it's not him. It's a tough gig, huh? You don't think you're going to be the head coach, then all of a sudden you're the Boston Celtic head coach, and all of a sudden, if you don't win a championship, people are wondering if you're actually the right guy. Uh, let's move on to Major League Baseball here. One of these fun days where we get double action. Let's focus this one on story number three. And that involves afternoon baseball. The Padres and Marlins squared off 10-1 winners. That goes in favor of the Fathers. Blue Jays and Brewers 3-1 win for the AL East Blue Jays. And for New York baseball fans, this team was in action today. It was the New York Mets. 4-2 winners over the Philadelphia Phillies. Max Scherzer with the big fat W. Two different colored eyes. The Mets taking down the Phillies. LeVac. I was confident by this point on a Thursday evening that I'd have a better idea of who's better, New York or Philadelphia, and I can confidently tell you I'm not sure. Listen, 2-0 when I asked this question. Are the Mets even any good? Are the Mets good? I don't know. Are they any good? Keep it going, man. Is Scherzer any good anymore? Does he, does he have anything left? Does he have to cheat? Mets fan, you're welcome. This is what I'm doing. You know, Taiwan Walker coming back is is interesting. You're a Mets fan. Here's a guy who was one of your starting pitchers. You know, he wasn't Scherzer, DeGrom, Verlander, none of those guys. But Taiwan Walker did okay for you. And now he's coming back to face you. And he's facing Scherzer. And again, are they good? You know, Polar Bears out there cranking home runs. They're, they're air thrusting everything under the sun. Careful, children. I know. I'm trying not to say that. It's 4 o'clock. You want to be in the car with the, with the kiddos. Um Let's see. Keep it rolling. Are they any good? Let's see if they win again. We'll find out all summer long. This is what it's going to be for the Mets. All right, they're playing well. It's going to continue. I'm going to keep asking if they're any good until they lose. That's what I'm going to do. Yankees, Red Sox, most Major League Baseball teams here on this Thursday will continue to get back in action later on. The Yankees will at least. We'll get to the Yankees here in story number two. I want to give some love to the Red Sox. They are in action. 7-10, first pitch. Reds, Red Sox continue their series. You can hear that action right here on 95.9 and 980. 
I wanted to take a shot at the Red Sox, even with Chris Sale on the mound. And Hunter Greenhoe should have been the Otani. I love bringing that up. Devers, just a little bit more on that last hit in the ninth. Can we can we cash in a little bit more Red Sox fans? I know what I'm talking about. I kind of grouped myself in there because I wanted that over to hit. This is my one run. All right, let's move on to the Yankees here. They are yeah, story. Let's not talk about those Red Sox anymore. Story number two involves players that are going to be joining the roster let's again. Go. The Yankees have activated John Carlos Stanton, Josh Donaldson, Tommy Canley. All different potential dates returning to the lineup when it could happen, but. Anton Donaldson, Canely, rehab games and double A Somerset earlier this week on Tuesday. That these three guys getting activated, huge deal for Yankee fans. Absolutely. So, I mean, this is uh, it's a big, it's big time, baby. You're getting back three of your starters. You know, these are these are guys. Well, obviously, Canely's not a starter, but you, he's one of your your front line bullpen arms. You. Third base, DH slash outfield, and, and a and a real powerful bullpen arm. You've you've done well without them. You hope that they come in and just accentuate what you're already doing right, and you keep it rolling. Big series this weekend against the Dodgers, two of the power teams in the in the league. Let's go, let's go. Come on, get out there, boys. The roster is taking shape. The players that you signed, Brian Cashman, the players you thought would be big contributors for different reasons, are now coming back to putting the pinstripes on, and we're going to have a battle in the AL East. We felt that even in the preseason that we knew the AL East would be the best division in baseball. Now with the Yankees getting healthy, we told you earlier the Blue Jays get another win. Baltimore's better early in the season than most people thought. Boston, is, as much as the offense isn't getting the clutch hits that they need, they're really good, and if they can figure that out, we'll see. And I haven't even mentioned the team that sits in first place. Did you see Vladdy last night? Couldn't get the ball out of his glove. Took the glove off, threw it to first base to get the out. I love when I don't know what it is about that. That's like snow cone catches and having to throw the whole glove with the ball. Like those are some of my favorite things in baseball. And that team in first place is Tampa. Yeah, pretty good too. Whatever. Forty. First to forty. Right. I mean, they're flying. They're they're just they just play really really solid baseball. If you make a mistake against them, they're going to make you pay for it. And they're just they're just good. Forty wins. I hope Vlad Jr. does the home run derby every year. Yeah. I hope that's his thing because he's so entertaining to watch, especially in those home run derbies over the past few summers. Story number one is... I hope Judge does it this year, too. That would be great. It would be cool. Game one, June 1st, the first time the Nuggets have ever played at the NBA Finals. They host the Miami Heat tonight. And again, the 2023 NBA Finals will have a champion. Coming from this series, will it be the Nuggets' first championship in franchise history? Will the Heat add another championship to their franchise? They, of course, won two when LeBron James is a part of the franchise. Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade won one pre-LeBron, and then two more with that big three. The Heat looking for their fourth championship in franchise history. If you missed it, we discussed it a little earlier in the show. Apple, Spotify for the replay of our show. We appreciate you if you're listening on our podcast side. Just hit on hour one, or if you're watching the full show or listening on the full show, great. In fact, we both have the same read on this series right now of this is going to be Denver dominating as one of the true best teams we've seen in a long time in the NBA. It, yeah, I mean, Vegas has got Denver, depending upon where you look, with minus 365 to almost minus 400 in some places to win the series. Uh, tonight's game is minus 385. It's It feels... you, you met, Earlier you talked about like team basketball versus superstars. It feels like the Nuggets have the superstar and the team to go around him that, that just plays really well as a unit. And maybe those players 
don't get the recognition that they would get somewhere else because how good Jokic is. Jimmy Butler, Caleb Martin, they're playing out of their minds. But you went into a year thinking you had Jimmy Butler, Victor Oladipo, Tyler Hero. You got Jimmy Butler left. Oladipo's not coming down that ramp. He's not coming through that door. And Tyler Hero, Hero won't be out there tonight. Will he play this series? We, it remains to be seen. It just it just feels, you know, to uh, to quote the Untouchables, it kind of feels like Miami brought a knife to a gunfight. It does. Miami's trying to play out the underdog feel in this series, too. I don't know if you saw what Jimmy Butler was saying to the media, but the media was asking Jimmy Butler about some of his favorite NBA Finals moments. And he said, I didn't have cable growing up. All right, we get it, Jimmy. It's been tough. Like I'm not trying to downplay your upbringing, but now you're going to a point where you're just trying to... Oh, you got to remember, one. Jimmy Butler is a very big country music fan. Of course he's going to tell you about terrible things in his life. His truck broke down. His dog left him. Trailer blew away. It's he's. You got to expect these things from people who grow. Like I worked in country radio for a couple of years. I, it's it's just what happens. It does work though. It does, it does get people on your side. It's very Absolutely. popular on the Denver side. They've built this roster to say, okay, we've got the big guy down low who has a great skill set. Jamal Murray doesn't really get the Batman Robin feel. It just feels like, hey, you know, he'd be one of these guys like a a Clay Thompson. A Jalen Brown that if he was the best player on the team, he'd be really good. But he just isn't on Denver. But here's a moment where he can win a championship. And he really showed out when he had the bubble season with Denver. Michael Porter Jr. was supposed to be a number one pick years ago in the NBA draft. He got hurt. Now he's figured out his skill set. Aaron Gordon was known as a dunker for a long time. He can actually sort of shoot now. So Denver found these guys that said if they improve on this skill set, we can have a really good roster. They focused on it. They kept the same group of guys basically for a few seasons, and it worked. It wasn't dumping and burning the boats and never turning back and saying, <laughs> this is it. This team, we're going in with, oh, no, actually, get the boat back. Man, that was such a great comparison I would have had there. Like, you're stuck with this roster is what I wanted to say, and it worked out for them. <laughs> Other NBA fans want to trade everybody after. I thought about Moana in my head, and, man, I was going to nail that comparison. I just started thinking, start thinking about the cliches I used to hear in the Empire, like, because at one point, like, you know, Mike Court is a burn the boats kind of guy. No retreat. Just keep moving forward. Well, one of the coaches that used to be here started pretending that was his that was his saying, burn the ships. And I always would go behind Mike and be like, listen, Mike's that guy. I'm not. I had some ships over in the bay. We can get out of here anytime we want. Like, I'm out of here. What's happened is the ghost of Wilt Chamberlain has haunted me throughout the show No, today. you'd score more if he did. He wouldn't need pants either. Woo, woo. That's your top four. You'd look like the Mets celebrating a big win. If, if Will Chamberlain was haunting you, <laughs> there'd be access, my friend. <laughs> Lots of it. <clears throat> it is uh, iHeartRadio Access Day, and um, just over 700 deals and experiences available to you today only. Today is the day. Um, how about uh, Game Time is giving you $20 off tickets to the hottest shows and games of the summer. Uh, you can meet up with Ryan Seacrest in Vegas at our 2023 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Um, I don't, like, I'm still new to the iHeart family. Like, this is, uh, so I'm, I'm still learning. But I'm I'm thinking this is a show I would want to go to. Uh, trip for two to the 2024 iHeartRadio Alter Ego concert in L.A. That feels like that's, that feels like that's a banger right there. Yeah, it should be really, really good. You can get, uh, you can get in on all this stuff just by going to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Today only. This isn't one of those things you be like, oh, I'll get around to it later in the week. No, it's today. Today's your day. 
get in there and get it done. Wanted to talk to you about NFL quarterbacks. One is here in New York, kind of, and the other one says he's now certain he will never play again. It's coming up next. LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. The wait is over. Today is iHeartRadio Access Day. 24 hours of incredible, one-of-a-kind deals and unique experiences for you. Just head over to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com to check out some of the great specials from our partners and stay tuned for more. Good news. Today is iHeartRadio Access Day. Get ready to experience some one-of-a-kind deals and unique experiences all day long. You could be joining Colin Cowherd in L.A. to experience a live broadcast of The Herd with Colin Cowherd. You could even hop in his chair to take a pick. All part of iHeartRadio Access Day. Head to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to register for a chance to win. Today only. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Be sure to stay tuned for more throughout the day. I want to go to a concert tonight, but the prices are so expensive. Have you tried Game Time? What's Game Time? It's only the hottest ticket app in the country right now. With Game Time, you can score last-minute deals on concerts, games, shows, everything. Oh, Game Time sounds awesome. It is. Today only, go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com to get a code for $20 off your first Game Time ticket order. That's $20 off your first ticket order at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. New users only. $150 minimum purchase. Can only be redeemed once. Cannot be combined with any other promo. Do you have shoeboxes full of photos? Today only, iHeartRadio Access Day listeners get VIP access to the new Photo Legacy Box. Get your family's photos professionally scanned for as low as $0.07, which is 76% less than what other brands charge. As the world's largest digitizer, you know you can trust Legacy Box. Visit iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today to get 200 photos scanned starting at just $19.95. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Introducing Swiffer's Best Clean, the new Swiffer Power Mop. It's an all-in-one cleaning system that gives you the scrubbing power of a mop and bucket without the hassle. And today only, you could win a year's supply of Swiffer Power Mop. Just go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com to enter. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com for your chance to win a year's supply of the new Swiffer Power Mop. So you can clean your home in half the time. Mop smarter with the new Swiffer Power Mop. Picture the next big family memories you want to make together. Are you riding the newest roller coasters or are you up close and personal with some of the world's most magnificent animals? If the answer is yes, then go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to score up to 50% off tickets to Busch Gardens and SeaWorld, the only parks that combine the best theme park thrills with one-of-a-kind animal experiences. Even better, a portion of every ticket goes back to animal rescue and conservation. So go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today only to score up to 50% off tickets. Service fees, blockout dates, and other restrictions may apply. How we feel in the morning sets the scene for our entire day. That's why Daily Harvest is a game changer. Daily Harvest delivers delicious smoothies, flatbreads, harvest bowls, and more right to your door. All built on fruits and veggies. With easy-to-prep options, Daily Harvest keeps your freezer stocked with good food that's ready when you are. Daily Harvest works directly with farmers to source the best ingredients and freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in flavor and nutrients. Right now, receive $50 off your first Daily Harvest box, plus free shipping. Redeem offer at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Timu.com, that's 
T-E-M-U.com is giving you an exclusive opportunity to unlock a $100 spending spree on their app today only on iHeartRadio Access Day. Timu.com is the most downloaded app on the App Store. And this is your chance to get a $100 coupon bundle you can use on millions of items. All you have to do is download the Timu app, enter a promo code, and you'll have $100 you can use to treat yourself to the latest fashion, home goods, or beauty products. Just head over to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today for your promo code. Then get started on your $100 Timu.com shopping spree. It's big, 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 big. Our iHeartRadio Access Day, we call it that because it's access to great stuff, access to deals you can't beat, and some really cool experiences, too. You could be joining Ryan Seacrest for a VIP experience at our 2023 iHeartRadio Music Festival in Las Vegas, including tickets for both nights, all part of iHeartRadio Access Day. Head to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to register for a chance to win today only. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Now back to Levac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 a.m. Fox Sports Radio. We're, we're uh, we're what's that? Yeah, we're on right now. <laughs> well, I think he's checking me to see if I'm okay. Who? Our market president. Oh, Howard? Yeah. Did you see what, you didn't see what happened. No. So, the, the way the, the office is constructed. I have to go through a security door. You need a badge to get in and out of. Down a hall and then into the men's room to go wee wee in the commercial break. I'd say probably probably, you know, an arena football field. I had to run. 50 yards out. <laughs> you know, score in the end zone and come back, right? So I go all the way out, get in there. There are motion sensitive lights in the bathroom. So there's like the hall light. You when you're going down the hall, the hall light turns on. Then there's like a breezeway of the bathroom. There's like two doors before you get into the actual you know business area, the end zone, if you will, in this analogy. So the so I open the door. The middle light comes on. I open the door to the men's room. Light won't come on. <laughs> I don't know where the light switch is. I mean, and I gotta go. Like you know, I've I've drank. I've probably had well over a gallon of water and an energy drink. You know, this so far today, most of the water here since I've been here, like since since one thirty, and I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to go back and get back out here, and I don't know if I make it through the next break without like, you know, I'm all of a sudden I'm whizzing in a garbage can. Who knows? <laughs> I'm old, man. What do you want from me? So, I find a um, a wet floor sign. I prop the door open so there's light into the men's room. I go use the the little kid urinals, the only one that's got light on it now, because the other urinals busted again. So I use that. <sighs> Wash my hands, put everything back the way it is, just run through the office to get back in here. And the market president just came. I think he was just checking to see, like, because I was like, <laughs> and, the, and the sales guys are picking on me. They're like, hey, are you going to make it? <laughs> I got bullied, but mission successful. I'm glad Howard is. I forgot my phone, too, so I couldn't even use the flashlight to, you know, aim. I'm glad Howard checked on you to make sure you're okay. There's, I was, there, I was like, we we just signed your deal. <laughs> Could you not die? <laughs> there was a part of me of like, what if things did go wrong? Like, what was he going to do to help you at that point? Like, we're, we're I think it would have been it would have been Howard and Gaz for yeah. the rest of the show. <laughs> Howard being here breaking down his golf game. Yeah, um, Get ready for that. Oh man, yeah, I was. That was. That was I'm in there. I'm like, are you are you pooping me? Like, are you serious right now? This is a prank at this point. I don't know where the light switch is in the men's room. This Can't, is 
I don't have my phone for a flashlight. One of the most popular stories today in the entertainment world is the Taylor Swift person is going viral with the adult diapers they wore to the concert. That's like one of the hottest stories today in the entertainment pop culture world, which I know we've already done with these stories I don't believe today. <laughs> I believe that one far more than I do about Will Chamberlain Sith. I think someone wanted the attention and said, I love Taylor Swift so much. I will wear an adult diaper to her show. She's hit a point, Taylor Swift. And I, I believe it was Doug and Rachel on GY this morning, so I'll give them credit. But I think they had the take that they have put her in a whole different world that when you're about to see a Taylor Swift concert, it is like nothing you've ever seen. It's <laughs> barely on earth. You wanted to what? <laughs> Go to the bathroom How during a Taylor Swift? What? Peasants. There was a stadium full of people here. Yeah. Did you hear not the story about the tickets? She crashed the entire website, and now you've got to pee? You're going to try and use an actual restroom? How dare you? I actually have heard more and more people admit that they wear diapers to like mass events, like sporting events and big concerts. Like more, I'm hearing it more and more. Who are these people who are sharing these stats with you? Nobody you know that I know, and nobody that you'll see me at a public event with. Like you know, man. Like I'll I'll go to the bathroom. Like whatever. Like again, I said it. We were at Disney. It's a group of people. Every time you walk by a bathroom, a different person goes to the bathroom. Like, all right, I'll go too. Two reasons. One, there's air conditioning in there. Two, eh, why? Why hold it? Why? Just go pee. It's fine. You've been to the Super Bowl. You've covered the Super Bowl. I, have. I did not leave my seat at the Super Bowl, by the way. <laughs> but that's not an event you're wearing one for. The Final Four no. is a very poorly set up event because it's a basketball game in a football stadium. So, but unless you're in like the crowd of students that is close to courtside, maybe. In an SEC football no. game when you're in the student section? Wait. What? So, I just want to be clear. So, what you're telling me is that it's not... If you would wear a diaper to a, a mass event, it's which you would wear it to. I'm trying to figure that out now in the sports world. Is there an event that that would be an acceptable scenario? And I haven't come up with one yet. Well, you, the, it's acceptable as long as no one knows. Like you don't like every commercial I see for adult diapers is no one even knows I'm pooping myself. Like like it's. It's all about the the stealth. Wasn't it the late Tony Siragusa who became famous for that? Now, he had a story he shared on the 30 for 30 about the Ravens, so he was doing that. But there, there is nothing, there is nothing that could have that happen. That in sports, that you love your team so much that you will not get up and relieve yourself. Nothing in sports. I can't think of something. The only thing I can think of is like, I guess, I guess the the preemptive strike right so you're at an event that is so the a building that is so overpopulated with fans that you're afraid the line will be too long and you won't make it back like that would be the only but i wouldn't like i wouldn't wear the diaper in the thoughts of i'm going to use it i would maybe wear the diaper in the thoughts of man these lines are long and beer goes right through me maybe Levac, you know, if you've now nicknamed me the Wizard of Gaz and the The Wizard of Gaz, the the almighty and powerful Wizard of Gaz and the Fox Sports Radio phone lines powered by Elevation 10,000. I don't know how this call is going to go. 
but we're going to give JP and Glenville a shot here. Happy. I think JP is going to be maybe upset with us, but maybe not. But JP right, has the open phone see. lines. JP, go right ahead, man. Hey, I'm not upset with you. It's just an um, interesting topic and content. It's kind of like streaming, if you know what I mean. Ah, I see what you did but, there. Now, listen, uh, odd places. Uh, you told the story about the company uh, restroom. Yep. I was in the old Orange Bowl, the old one, on the Monday night game that was called uh, during that strike year where they had a Super Bowl tournament, and the Cowboys were playing at uh, Dan Marino and the old Orange Bowl. So it's a great time. The Orange Bowl's rocking. So halftime comes, and, you know, we all run to go to the men's room. Well, the line is long because the Orange Bowl is old. There's not that many facilities. So we wait in the line, then we get up to where we're going in the door, and there's a corner. And there's another line, like oh. at Disneyland, you know, where you think you're into the... Oh. So now we get in there, and I'm in the line. There's only four lines. And I get up to get to that urinal, and guess what? It's a sink. Everybody's using the sink. <laughs> so, I mean, what are you going to do? You got you to gotta go. You got to go. And then another time, this is a, qu- a quick one. You know, I won't, we won't have to go to a break or anything. <laughs> I'm in Veterans Stadium, the original one, another yeah. Cowboy-Eagle game, because, you know, I like the Cowboys. So, uh, in fact, I went to 177 football games in my uh, traveling Ooh. career. So we're in the bathroom, and it's cold. It's crowded. You're, you're right up. As soon as somebody moves one inch, you move right up there, and you can't wait to go. And the guy in front of me's got a transistor radio because this was a while ago, and he's the radio's going on. He's listening to the halftime show. He drops the radio in the in the oh. in the urinal. <laughs> so now I'm looking. I look at my brother who's standing next to me. He goes in and gets it. <laughs> and he's shaking it off. And I'm saying to my brother, we start laughing, and, and you know it's just like ridiculous, but it was funny. And it's a you know it's one of them stories. You know, that was so long ago. They didn't even have instant replay. And I used to bring a large black and white television because the signal in those days was uh, UHF or VHF. And I would watch, you know, i bring that to the seat. And, you know, everybody made fun of me in the stands. What are you bringing that for? You're here at the game live. But as soon as there was a replay on TV, they're all leaning over to see it. That's great. And um, it was a lot of fun. So I'll let you guys get back to whatever you're doing. Thanks, thanks, JP. Whatever thank, it is, we're doing. Thank you, JP. I thought that call was going to go completely different. I thought he was going to yell at us about this is the NBA Finals. We got to talk real sports. No, no, no. I'm fine. I know what I signed up for. Listening to Levac and Goss. I got to hop in here real quick. So thank you, JP. Appreciate those stories. I like that though. Get back to whatever it is you're doing. Um, let's. All right. Let's let's do this this Tom Brady situation. You've been dying to get to this. We've been distracted by Chamberlain and Peen and everything. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, Finally, some relief around here. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did an interview with The Athletic, and he was asked about retirement, and he said he is certain. Guys, he's certain he is done. He is not going to play anymore. He is certain. So I, I'm i hoping that that's, that that's true because when people speak in direct, you know, certain terms, I don't like, to, I don't like them to be lying. Uh, Brady said, quote, I'm certain I'm not playing again. So I've tried to make that clear, and I hate to continue to profess that because I've already told people that lots of times. I don't think he's used the word certain or anything of that nature thus far. He's like, well, I don't really know people here. I don't want to do that, whatever. So he says he's certain he's not. Do you, do you, you were on the, the, 
he's not going to play team. I was on the, I could see it happening now based on what's happening with, with the Raiders. When you hear him say he's certain, does that just hammer down any little doubt you had left? No, I think I'm leaning towards your take here. <laughs> I am. I, I feel more and more likely that Tom Brady, if you had to pick non-fighters, fighters don't count here. UFC guys and boxers don't count because they do this all the time. And there's now at this point a part of the almost parody of boxer retiring and then unretiring because they want to go for the big payday. So take them out of this equation. I'm going back to a list here. Tom Brady is on the top of the list of athletes that could tell us he's going to retire and then doesn't, right? Yeah. He has ever he's done it before. He's played deep in his career. He's an ultra competitor. He has every single characteristic of why he would unretire. And maybe the most important one, he could still play. The 2021 season. Go look at his numbers. Really good. Didn't he lead the NFL in passing yards and passing touchdowns per game? Of what he played, he was up how, there with I that. How, I love how the Buccaneers fan acts like he doesn't know. <laughs> oh, wasn't he kind of good? I seem to remember. His numbers are really good in 2021. <laughs> so yeah, I think he can still play. So yes, Levac, I am leaning towards Tom Brady saying whatever he wants. It almost feels like he took an owner approach there. I don't want this to be a distraction. Everyone's going to think about me. It's oh. about the players. It's oh, not about I, that. You and I are on the same page as to there's ways around what he's saying. I um. I think it's I think it's far more diabolical than that. Because here's here's where we're at, right? So Josh McDaniel spoke today. They asked him, you know, do you have any anxiety? Are you nervous about Garoppolo? Whatever. He's like, no, I don't have any no anxiety. He's, he's, everything's going the way we thought it would go. Everything's fine. Tom Brady is certain, air quote, he is not going to play quarterback because he's also certain, air quote, that Garoppolo will play quarterback. A, a more devious mind might say Tom Brady is, air quote, certain he's not going to play quarterback because in the next couple weeks, maybe less time, he needs 24 of 32 NFL owners to vote him in as a minority owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. If you tell me that, yeah, you know, maybe I'll play, some of those people online might be like, listen, he's not taking being an owner serious. We're not going to let him join our, join our ranks. So, no, I'm not going to vote yes. So now, get through that vote, he's in, all of a sudden Garoppolo's not healthy enough, he gets cut, all of a sudden they float it out, hey Brady, you think you want to play? He's got to go before those same owners. He can now say, I want to do this for the good of the team, the good of the league, the good of little boys and girls everywhere who love football, and you know, I hope angels get wings every time I throw a touchdown, <laughs> so I want to play again. And then you can go back and be like, at the time, which he's done this before, at the time I said I was certain I was going to, I was certain. But now I'm, I'm ready to play because that's what my team, my, my league, and my country need from Tom Brady. <laughs> I hope he gives that whole speech too. I, I saw that the Tom Brady got into your microphone and tried to hack it right there. Yeah, you got it. That, that's fine. Uh, I think it does make a lot of sense. It really does. It feels like it makes a lot of sense of why Tom Brady could come back. And if the Raiders need him, they feel like he's a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Why wouldn't they pursue it? And it goes back to what we talked about a little bit yesterday of Brady has nothing, nothing to prove. He's got everything he wants in his career. If you're really going to have two knocks, criticisms of Tom Brady, one would have been, can Brady win without Bill Belichick? He sure can. 
He won a Super Bowl in Tampa without Belichick. I guess the other one, and I'm saying I guess because no one else thinks this, a small percentage of people have. Would he have been a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, like he's been a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. So, yeah, if that's the last thing he needs to prove to wash away any criticism of the greatest quarterback career of all time, then go ahead and try that, Tom Brady. Come back one more time and prove that and then retire. I broke it again. The microphone's not working again over there. I had to go across the room. I'm not having a great day with tech stuff. <laughs> from from wiring to porcelain. I'm uh <laughs> Thank God the show's almost over because I don't know what else I can break. Don't worry, the emails. Will you drive the- me home? I don't want to get in my truck. Actually, I think I opened the windows on my truck with my keys. It's very hot outside. Mid nineties here in Albany, I've been told. <laughs> I did. Look at that. All right. Um, yeah, I got nothing else to say about it because uh, you know, I just break everything. I just He's, uh, I think he's going to play. I think he's going to have, I think it all depends on Garoppolo. I think if Garoppolo is hurt and doesn't play, I think you'll see Tom Brady become certain that he is going to play. That's what I think. Get ready, NFL football fans. Maybe Tom Brady's not quite done yet. Uh, it is iHeart Radio Access Day, buddy. How you doing, huh? Hey, you, you like access? I like up? access. I'm just, I can't believe the stuff. I'm, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm out of sorts, bro. It's bad. It's bad over here. Um, it's good if you wanted to go get like 50% off tickets and passes at five SeaWorld and Bush Gardens parks nationwide because that's part of iHeart Radio Access Day. That's one of the over 700 deals and experiences that you can grab today at iHeart Radio Access Day. Dot com. It's the only it's the only day you can do it. You want to talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? I do. A little Aaron Rodgers, a little Jets, and also we got to give love to a Capital Region product who's making some big moves for his future too. I want to do that first because yeah. I know you've been waiting to do that. Yeah. So let's do that coming up next. Levac Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, ninety five nine and nine eighty. Today is iHeartRadio Access Day. We've got incredible one-of-a-kind deals and unique experiences for you all day long. You could be joining us, Steve Cavino and Rich Davis from Fox Sports Radio's Cavino and Rich for the virtual bachelor party of a lifetime, all part of iHeartRadio Access Day. Head to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to register for a chance to win today only. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Check out iHeartRadioAccessDay.com right now and stay tuned for more throughout the day. I want to go to a concert tonight, but the prices are so expensive. Have you tried Game Time? What's Game Time? It's only the hottest ticket app in the country right now. With Game Time, you can score last-minute deals on concerts, games, shows, everything. Game Time sounds awesome. It is. Today only. Go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com to get a code for $20 off your first Game Time ticket order. That's $20 off your first ticket order at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. New users only. $150 minimum purchase. Can only be redeemed once. Cannot be combined with any other promo. Introducing Swiffer's Best Clean, the new Swiffer Power Mop. It's an all-in-one cleaning system that gives you the scrubbing power of a mop and bucket without the hassle. And today only, you could win a year's supply of Swiffer Power Mop. Just go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com to enter. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com for your chance to win a year's supply of the new Swiffer Power Mop. So you can clean your home in half the time. Mop smarter with the new Swiffer Power Mop. Picture the next big family memories you want to make together. 
Are you riding the newest roller coasters, or are you up close and personal with some of the world's most magnificent animals? If the answer is yes, then go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to score up to 50% off tickets to Busch Gardens and SeaWorld, the only parks that combine the best theme park thrills with one-of-a-kind animal experiences. Even better, a portion of every ticket goes back to animal rescue and conservation. So go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today only to score up to 50% off tickets. Service fees, blockout dates, and other restrictions may apply. Do you have shoeboxes full of photos? Today only, iHeartRadio Access Day listeners get VIP access to the new Photo Legacy Box. Get your family's photos professionally scanned for as low as 7 cents, which is 76% less than what other brands charge. As the world's largest digitizer, you know you can trust Legacy Box. Visit iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today to get 200 photos scanned starting at just $19.95. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Timu.com, that's T-E-M-U.com, is giving you an exclusive opportunity to unlock a $100 spending spree on their app today only on iHeartRadio Access Day. Timu.com is the most downloaded app on the App Store, and this is your chance to get a $100 coupon bundle you can use on millions of items. All you have to do is download the Timu app, enter a promo code, and you'll have $100 you can use to treat yourself to the latest fashion, home goods, or beauty products. Just head over to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com today for your promo code. Then get started on your $100 Timu.com shopping spree. How we feel in the morning sets the scene for our entire day. That's why Daily Harvest is a game changer. Daily Harvest delivers delicious smoothies, flatbreads, harvest bowls, and more right to your door, all built on fruits and veggies. With easy-to-prep options, Daily Harvest keeps your freezer stocked with good food that's ready when you are. Daily Harvest works directly with farmers to source the best ingredients and freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in flavor and nutrients. Right now, receive $50 off your first Daily Harvest box, plus free shipping. Redeem offer at iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Uh, you've probably been hearing us talking about it for a while now, but today it's here. It's our iHeartRadio Access Day. Are you ready to experience these one-of-a-kind deals from our partners, all these unique experiences? Very cool. Check out iHeartRadioAccessDay.com right now. You could experience everything the free iHeartRadio app has to offer with a one-year subscription to iHeartRadio All Access. Head to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com now to register for a chance to win. Today only. That's iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Ah, yes, my friends. It is uh, (laughs) iHeartRadio Access Day. LeVac and Gaz here with you on Fox uh, Sports Radio. I I like the Colin Cowherd experience, the Dan and Danette's experience. A A lot of very cool, you know, Fox Sports Radio, sports talk kind of packages available in the iHeartRadioAccessDay.com website. Go check all those out. Over 700 deals, one day only today. Check it out, social media, online, and more. One day only, Access Day, iHeartRadio. All right, so let's let's do this. You've been monitoring this this situation. So is it today, or was it was last night that you had to decide whether or not you were going to stay in the NBA draft or get out, correct? 11.59 p.m. was the deadline, Woo! and slowly but surely we saw more and more players. Zach Eady, the big man from Purdue, is going back to Purdue. How much of the NIL money did that prove to be the reason why he's going back, or how different pro basketball is where a guy who's seven foot four, where 30, 20 years ago would have been a slam dunk number one pick from the days of Yao Ming and Sean Bradley to now, people wonder, like, Taco Fall, really? I mean, they're going to draft him? He's only 7'6". Zach Eady, he's back at Purdue. 
Syracuse basketball fans, and don't forget your home for Syracuse basketball upcoming this fall and winter, WGY and WOFX. Judah Mintz was nice. not one of the top five players only in Syracuse basketball history. Go one and done. Judah Mintz is going back to Syracuse for his sophomore season. And Albany Academy's own Andre Jackson is going to the NBA. He tested the waters. He had some workout with a few teams, including the Brooklyn Nets, the Atlanta Hawks, the Boston Celtics. Jackson has decided to stay in the NBA draft. Here's the biggest thing for Andre Jackson. I want to know who his agent or representation is because he got not one, but two social media shout-outs from Adrian Wojnarowski, one of the big names in the NBA reporting world. And I know some people are like, guys, oh, wow, an NBA reporter reported about a prospect coming back or leaving. His name is now being talked about as a first-round draft pick. That's a, yeah. The agents play a huge deal yeah. in where their client's going to land, how to hype up your prospect, where he's going to go. The mock has, you know where you look, Andre Jackson getting into that first round, and the difference between a first-round pick in the NBA and the second-round pick in the NBA, guaranteed contract for two years. If you're a second-round pick, it's not a guaranteed deal. If you get to the right team, they might guarantee you a year, but usually it goes a four-year deal, two years guaranteed, two-year team option. So if you're Andre Jackson and you go in the first round, you're guaranteed two years of an NBA salary. You made the right call, and someone might look at him and say, he's a freak. We'll put potential to go get a 6'6 kid who just won a national championship and see what he can turn into for the future. We're, we're, we will take that risk. It's worth it than taking a foreign basketball player or somebody younger or somebody who can just shoot. I love it. I'm rooting for Andre Jackson to be a first-round pick again. Well, and the workouts. The workouts, like you know, to your point of we'd rather have this skill set than this skill set. And even though you know, maybe he's not even close to that finished, you know, what he's going to be, that finished player. We were we were talking about this the other day. Like, you're not going to find another Steph Curry. You're not going to find another whatever. You're not going. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe you are. Maybe there's something he's doing wrong. Maybe there's something he does right that he hasn't been asked to do yet. And during your workouts with the Brooklyn Nets or whoever, you see it. And then you go grab him later in the first round, and all of a sudden you got that guy. You got that guy that nobody expected to be great. Who's great? I wasn't always rooting for Andre Jackson there because. Not a UConn fan. I was rooting for him as a player. It's a little bit easier now to root for him. Also, <laughs> Jeff Goodman uh, for the stadium now. Maybe a little too strong on social last night with a, Andre Jackson's take. Gave him the compliments like we did. Freak, 6'6". Six, six, can't shoot. Just blunt as it is. Can't. <laughs> I mean, he could shoot a little bit. I don't know if it had to be that blunt. And you know Andre Jackson's hearing that criticism too. He's just going to continue to shoot outside right. jumpers from now until probably the summer league or anything else, whatever team he gets drafted by. That's all it's got to be. He's going to be in the gym, get Dags on, right? Steve Dagostino, get the yeah. trainers working with him, everybody, to improve that outside game, and hopefully he has a nice pro career on the way in the future. You can tell me if this is completely wrong, if you think, if, if you feel like I'm completely off. I feel like it's easier to fix a shot from college to the NBA, then it's easier to fix delivery for a quarterback college to the NFL. Ooh. And I don't, and not, not like, not like marketably better. Not like, like, oh, yeah, yo, your shot's off a little bit. We can fix that. I feel like, you know, elbow placement and a couple things with a, with a shot, you can actually help a guy. You can, you can increase his percentage of made shots easier than you can take a guy who throws sidearm 
and teach him to go over the top like they try to do sometimes in the NFL? That is a great question because that is the two biggest things that are evaluated in the most popular drafts are shooters and how a quarterback delivers the football. The two that keep jumping out to me, mm, I'm struggling to answer that right now. I would say it is easier to improve a shooter's shot because it's just over and over and over again. When you're a quarterback and you're under pressure in comparison to being guarded, you might just try to make an improv play and have the two people I jump about are Tebow and Rivers. Yeah. Rivers' yes. biggest knock was his delivery. Same with Tebow. But we could watch tape of Tebow and Rivers playing well. Like we could we right. could find that. It's harder to find someone's jumper getting a lot better. Well, Be- here's the other thing too. Somebody's jumper might stink, but they actually make it. It's hard to be like I, I would lean towards basketball shot improving because of actual pressure. Yeah, and and the thing you bring up the two guys I would bring up for the quarterback situation. The major difference between Tebow and Rivers, they didn't fix Rivers' delivery. They let they, they let Rivers cook. Tebow, I remember watching McDaniels having him in practice in training camp, and they put step ladders, like a ladder match in the WWE, all around him, and he had to throw over the ladders. So instead of being able to like just dump it off, he had to go over the ladders to make the throw. So I... I I think the difference was like when you see a, a a kid, if you will, who's delivered the football the same way his whole life, and then you want him to memorize an offense, do these things, do this thing, and then change his entire delivery. It seems to be almost impossible. But in basketball, you like listen, the shot's there. It's not like it's not like he's he thinks he's left-handed and he's right-handed. It's, you know that's that's R.J. Barrett. He he's. He's shooting the basketball. Maybe it's not fanning his fingers enough. Maybe they, maybe they saw something that, or like you said, maybe it's just repetition. Like this is what you were told you couldn't do. Now go do it. That gets him over the top. I, I just when you see the way it's gone, because you mentioned that Woj tweeted about him twice. They did it. Woj did a whole segment, and there was an article on ESPN about him. Like he he talked about him very, you know, integral part of the UConn championship team. All these other things. So there's people out there who are well aware of how important this guy is. This kid is from Albany Academy. Now it's a matter of, can they polish up that part of his game that's missing and take him from that? Hey, he's going to contribute. It's going to be great. He's going to be a part of this team to a, Hey, he's going to be a star. That's, that's what we got to see. How cool would it be if Andre Jackson and Kevin Herter in less than 10 years, two Albany capital region guys. I I know Jackson's from Amsterdam, but still we're going to call capital region our first round picks in the NBA. Like we've seen capital region athletes be first round picks in the major league baseball draft, which is impressive enough. Hopefully we'll see a, a capital region guy. We know Dion Lewis and others have had some NFL success, but the NBA statistically the toughest one to get picked in to have that happen. Yeah. It's really possible too. Yeah. We're seeing, you know, baseball, football, now the NBA starts really kicking off. That'd be That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Jets quarterback, who I think has put a really, really strong foot forward so far as the quarterback of the Jets. I think what you've seen from him thus far is a dialed-in guy who wants to be there. Calf injury aside, not doing all the OTA stuff, all that aside, he's there, he's present, he's jovial. Like These are things that you haven't seen from him 
in Green Bay since they drafted Jordan Love. And even before that, you never really, he wasn't really, he's never been that guy, like the face of the team. He was the face of the team because he's a quarterback. He was the face of the team because people love talking to him. So I think he's done really well. Now, again, it's the athletic talks to him. And one of the things they ask him to clear up is, did you ask in 21 after the Jordan Love drafting to have the GM, Mr. Gudenkunst, fired? And he didn't deny it. I'm watching everybody go, oh, he verified it. No, he just didn't answer. He, like, kicked it off to his agent. He's like, oh, my agent will talk about that. So, basically, he did. He asked. He, he went for a power move, and it didn't work out. When you hear that, as the guy who's going to cover the Jets all year, guys, does that make you nervous for the Jets, or is that, hey, it happened before. It's not the guy we're dealing with right now. Anytime anybody of power demands that somebody they don't get along with or somebody isn't doing what they want, Calls for their firing. Yuck. Ugh. Gross. The abuse of power because I don't like what they're doing, so I'm going to flex and show you how powerful I am. I don't care what you do. I don't want that person to be someone I support. It's totally different if they did something personal to you. If there was some type of... Well, he drafted Jordan Love. It's very personal. If he got physical with him, if he said something... You know the ways in which people of power have lost jobs because of things they've done to people who work underneath them in certain occupations. This is, I want a wide receiver. Wah! You didn't give me what I wanted, so I want you gone. Wah! And by the way, Aaron Rodgers, not wrong. Like, we're going to think back in history and be like, could you imagine what if they actually, I think the Packers as a franchise are going to stink for the next 15 years because they never lived up to what they should have done for both Rodgers and Favre. And that's on them. And history is about to prove that. Sorry, Chris Honorado. Sorry, MJ on Twitter and others. Like, your Packers are going to stink. But trying to get somebody fired because they're not doing what you say because you're the quarterback? Come on, man. Well, I, you you know, you bring up, you bring up, I, they didn't do something physical to you, so it's not right. But you just said that he did a terrible job drafting because he didn't get a piece you needed. And, and listen, Jordan Love goes out there and he slings it this year. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. They got, they did it again. They went Favre to, well, they traded for Favre, but they went Favre to Rodgers to Love. Wow. Then, then it's a whole different thing. Gutenkutz is the man. He figured it out, he, whatever. But if Love goes out there and he's average at best, and you could have got a weapon and you could, or, or a major defensive player in the draft and you didn't do it, well, isn't that kind of gross negligence? Like, isn't that something. Like that, you should be fired for. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I just it, it, demanding it is one thing, pointing it out is another. And he it sounds to me like maybe he didn't point it out. Maybe he told his agent, and his agent pointed it out. <laughs> it's amazing to think about what a guy could have done. Like, yeah, I want you fired, but if you maybe a record-setting contract, maybe I'll start liking you a little bit more. <laughs> well, I, it's, I mean, come on. That's, right. There's, there's, there's the two greatest deodorants in the world, winning and money. Mm-hmm. Two, they make everything <laughs> smell better. Um, also, he went on to say he was, he pushed back about the people saying he was skipping off-season workouts. "Quote: When I'm in, I'm all in. And you want to ride with the off-season workouts? I won MVP without doing off-season workouts. Like, was my commitment any less then? So, people are killing him because he's talking about him and not team. Um. I would be more upset of him not doing the offseason workouts with the Jets because he doesn't know the system 
than I was when he didn't when he didn't show up for the the Packers. If someone argues with you and says I don't like Aaron Rodgers, and they say why don't you like Aaron Rodgers? Take that quote Levac just said. Take that one right there. Uh, that one got a better reaction out of me than the first one because you know what that just was. Look, I don't study for tests. I'm smart. I got an A on the last one without studying. Why would I? I don't, I don't go need, to review classes. Right. I study my way. Please. Yeah. I mean, I got A's. I don't <laughs> study. Come on. Nerds. I don't, I don't study. That's yeah. what that felt like to me. Yeah. I'm so much smarter than you. I don't have to do this. No, he probably didn't mean it like that, but he is so in his own bubble of greatness. He wants to tell everybody how smart he is. He drops quotes like that, and he doesn't have any type of self-reflection of, ooh, maybe that might not sound right to other people. Yeah. Hmm. But if he wins, no one will care. Uh, all right, time for the play of the day. Levac Gaza's play of the day brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of the way to please you. I'm I'm in. Minus 110. Joker gets a triple-double. That's mine today. Ooh, okay. So two unique ones. You're going with the triple-double bet. I'm going with the Heat plus five and a half for the first half. Five and a half for the first half because everyone's going to say Denver's got the layoff. Denver's going to destroy him. Miami's coming off a seven-game series. Heat, first half, five and a half. You and I took beatings on baseball yesterday. We both immediately said we're going to get out of there and do something else for this game one. So both yeah. unique bets Plus for the Yankees us are off. So, yeah. uh, All right, don't forget it is iHeartRadio Access Day. Today only go to iHeartRadioAccessDay.com. Check out over 700 deals and experiences. Again, today only. The immediacy is here, my friends. If you miss out on these deals, it's your own damn fault. You can't blame us. We warned you. We are back tomorrow, 3 to 5. Cavino and Rich is coming up next. Uh, have a great day. It's back in Gaza, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. The wait is over. Today is iHeartRadio Access Day, 24 hours.